0: Are you ready, kids? I am captain. I can't hear you. and Friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9.
1: Good morning. It is 7.08. I'm Paul Silberto. Tuesday morning, Jerry Dunlavey is here, CEO Garden Garnet Health Catskills. Jerry, good morning. It's so good to see you. Good morning, Paul. Wonderful to be here. Thank you. And, you know, this is exciting because, um, well, first of all, you're not bringing the snow like you used to, okay? Yeah. But uh, second of all... You know, we talked about the excitement and really the, the history-making event of the all-new Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. First uh, new radio station in Sullivan County since Thunder 102. And uh, that was uh, close to 18 years ago. But an all-news talk format, something that was so sorely missing here. Uh, throughout Sullivan County, and I'm glad that part of the program once a month is your guest co-hosting, where we get a chance to really catch up on what's going on at uh, Garnet Health Catskill. So this is a uh, it's kind of history making this morning.
2: Absolutely, very excited to uh, to have the opportunity to share uh, updates with uh, with this broader audience.
1: Well, we are also excited that this morning uh, with us joining us is uh, Doctor David Marcos. Good morning, Doctor Marcos. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Doing well. It's good to see you. Yep. Uh, not as a patient this time, but as somebody sitting across the desk from me on this side. Uh, it's no secret, Dr. Marcos is my primary care physician. So when, that, when I heard you're coming in this morning, uh, I thought it was great. So I was looking forward to having you here this morning. So going to get a chance to chat about uh, primary care with uh, Garnet Health Catskills and really some great things going on because I've seen some, uh, some more positive feedback. And the cool thing about the positive feedback that I saw It came from somebody who is a near and dear friend to me and somebody who is so close to Celiberto and friends over the years. So we'll get a chance to chat about that in a little bit uh, as well. So what's happening at uh, Garnet Health Catskills? Another update.
2: Sure. Well, you know, one of the things that's great about today is uh, it's sort of an opportunity for us to to change gears. Uh, We've had a lot of conversation uh in, in the recent months about uh some of the life saving services that are offered. Uh you know we just recently uh had our stroke program reaccredited, uh a really, really important program for the community. Uh we've talked about cardiac surgery and had Dr. Argenziano on to, yep. to talk about that mm-hmm. program. What's really exciting about today is we're sort of taking a step step to the left and saying, what about people that are yes people that are younger uh, are, and, and don't have uh, the disease that uh, it requires these programs. What about getting to people earlier and sooner? And I think having a focus on family medicine, having a focus on primary care, uh, and how that can impact the health of this community is a really important conversation for us to have today. No,
1: sure, because like you said, the things we were talking about were after things happened, after things progressed, but now we're looking maybe even a little bit on the preventive side.
2: Absolutely.
1: So, and uh, Dr. David Marcos, of course, with uh, Primary Care Catskills uh, uh, Doctors here on Concord Road in uh, in Monticello. And how long have you been with um, with Primary Care? Uh,
3: August will be six years actually.
1: So you're there from the beginning, from Uh, the beginning of this facility. Yeah, right after. Yeah, basically. Yeah. See, it's cool because I was there for the grand opening. We got to broadcast live from the grand opening, and that was really, a, that was um, another historic event here throughout Sullivan County because having that facility available for those who needed that facility, it was really cool. Yeah, so. I think,
2: you know, uh, Paul, I think what that facility represents is a commitment uh, by Garnet Health to uh, to provide services, not only primary care, but also some specialty care and urgent care uh, to the community. So... Uh, very exciting. Yeah, it's a, it was a while ago that that happened, and uh, great to see the the uh, program running strong.
1: Yeah, for sure. Let's talk a little bit about uh, about primary care, um, the amount of doctors, and really the staff, because you've got a great staff here at the uh, facility on Concord Road. I can attest to that personally.
2: Sure. Well, uh, I'll I'll hand it to to Dr. Morcos in a second, but. You know, uh, primary care services in Sullivan County. We have a uh, office in Livingston Manor. We have an office at uh, the, our Calicoon, uh Critical Access Hospital as well as uh, our Monticello facility. So really trying to make sure we're spread out enough uh, to be able to serve uh, the community.
1: Well, again, uh, being there for the community, and that was why when when that facility opened up, I know there was a lot of a lot of excitement of having that facility right here in our backyard at such a great central location. So, and I know you've got a, um, really a, a, a great caseload of patients, so definitely serving serving the community with primary care and attached to the urgent care facility as well. So, um, as far as um, urgent care, we talked a little bit about the preventive nature of things. And I know for a fact when I sit down with Dr. Marcos, and I'm happy to share this, um, we, uh, we not only talk about, you know, what my, my, my numbers and my blood work and this and that say, but, uh, Dr. Marcos has offered me some great, um, advice on really getting my, my health back on, back on track. And I know you do take the time and that's something nowadays that you really don't hear about. So you do take the time with your patients.
3: Yeah, I think it's important. I mean, the numbers are, um, obviously important and the medications have a role, but I think, there's a big uh thing to say about prevention and not getting to that point in the first place. And then once you're there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things we can do um to reverse things and get things back on track again.
1: Uh and again, like I said, you know, I I've, I've I've noticed that personally with uh with working with you and again, primary care shifting from, you know, what needs to be done like the with cardiac care and talked about uh, stroke as well, cardiac care is so very important as well
2: yeah no doubt you know I think what it comes down to is uh is a personal commitment um by for i'll use myself as an example as a patient uh commitment to uh regular visits to my primary care doctor uh making sure that anything that uh you know could be brewing is is caught early and as dr. morco said uh you know early intervention is uh, is critically important
1: yep um urgent care as well part of the same facility and again services that are right here in our backyard you don't have to head out of the area for those services
2: yeah and it's 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 proven to be a a very much a needed service uh, number one it allows people to uh, to get access to care uh, without the need to schedule uh, but also without the need to travel to the emergency department uh, so what we've noticed is, Initially, we thought maybe urgent care would reduce our our, our emergency room uh, business or volume, but it really hasn't. And it just shows that there was an unmet need in the community that urgent care is, is really filling the gap. So, you know, if you, uh, if you wake up on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning, you're not feeling well, you need to see a doctor, and your primary care doctor is not in their office, it's a great alternative uh, to get some quick care and then follow up with your primary care doctor, which is what we always uh, encourage our patients to do.
1: Right. And like I mentioned earlier, I saw some uh, some great feedback again from the care at uh, Garnet Health, uh, Garnet Health Medical Center. Catskills. want to talk a little bit about that? At yeah, this point? I,
2: uh, I will pull it up in a, in a in a few minutes, and I'll I'll read exactly what was uh, what was said. Uh, but it's a, it's wonderful to see uh, the community responding uh, to to the efforts that we've made. Uh, to really raise the, the level of care. So here's actually, here's the, uh, the post. It says, Thanks to all the staff at Garnett Catskill Hospital, uh, where Linda was in their care for the past eight days, the care by all was beyond excellent. She is now in her new home at Delaware Valley Rehab and Nursing Facility in Matamoras, Pennsylvania. She was met by staff, uh, as Chris and I were, with open and caring arms. Uh, Just a a wonderful uh, social media post to to see, and and it's wonderful to see so many of them uh, starting to to come up over the past several months.
1: And that, like I said, from a very, uh, very dear friend of mine. Uh, somebody who's also been a friend of this program for years, and it was uh, so great to see that. When we come back, we're going to get a chance to talk a little bit about you, Dr. Morcos, about your background. We talked a little bit. We kind of touched on uh, primary care, but I want to give our Thunderheads a chance to meet you as well. Sure, no problem. So that is coming up. It is 716 now.
0: (laughs) Silberto and Friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9.
1: Good morning. I'm Paul Silverto. It is uh, 719 now. Jerry Dunlevy is here, CEO of Garnet Health Catskills. Dr. David Marcos is here, primary care with uh, Garnet Health Doctors. And at this point, we're going to get a little bit cheesy. No, I mean it. We're really going to get a little bit cheesy because we are <laughs> going to continue a conversation from last week on cheese. It is uh, executive chef Jody Cummings. Jody, good morning. How are you?
4: Good morning, Paul. I'm well. Congratulations
1: on your new chapter. Well, cool. We are—we're so excited again. Really, history-making uh, um, here throughout Sullivan County with the advent of Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. And we continue our conversations yes. on a once-a-week once yes. basis now.
4: I follow, I'm, I'm stalking you. Yes, I'm following.
1: Okay. You. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> now, um, for uh, for for Jerry and for Dr. Morcos, I want to let them know that we spoke about cheese last week and uh, you spoke about the fact that first of all some cheese isn't really cheese
4: correct we talked about we basically covered grocery store cheese and how you can buy cheese typically from three different parts of the grocery store and just yeah to really read the label a lot of people don't realize that most of the cheese you buy in the refrigerated section next to the milk typically some of it all those pre-sliced cheeses, most of those are cheese products. They're not real cheese. But what I wanted to talk about today was local cheese, which I'm so excited about. And, you know, you and I talk about food all the time in in Sullivan County and New York State and how lucky we are and how rich we are in terms of um, access to, I mean, there's, There's so many local cheese makers throughout regional New York. It's crazy. And so I really want to stress to people, what's the difference? Why? Why spend that extra money? You know, that's the first thing I think people notice is that local cheese is is not cheap. It's expensive. But keep in mind, number one, um, it's handmade. So every cheese you see in the grocery store is mass produced probably human hands never even really touch it. Um, It's, you don't know, it could have been made quite, it it could be aged in a, not in a good way. Whereas a local cheese is made by hand, by the farmer. They know exactly um, where they had the cows or the sheep in the field. You're getting a product that's completely handmade. And you know, one of my favorite sayings, you are what you eat. You know, we eat when we eat a food, we eat what that animal eats, essentially. So when this cow is out in the field and they're in, like, you know, open land, that's much better nutrition for them. And then in turn, the cheese is going to be so much healthier for us.
1: And we, we are very lucky, like you said, here through, uh, throughout Sullivan County with uh, so many farms that produce their own cheese as well. And by the way, I should have told you this at the beginning. Be careful what you say about what I eat. Because Dr. Marcos is my primary physician, okay?
4: Oh, oh, him. Oh, can I please get his personal cell phone number? Because I think him and I need to talk about you behind your back.
1: (laughs) Well, she's
3: lying, Dr. Marcos. I would do that, but Uh, that'll that'll violate HIPAA. So I can't really really say anything about that. There you go, Jody.
1: Take that one, all right? Oh, that's going to be your
4: defense. Okay. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, so just so this is my challenge is I would love for. You know it's funny. People always spend money on expensive coffees and don't think twice about it. We go through drive-throughs, we don't think twice about it. But when it comes to something like cheese, they see the price tag and they say, "Whoa, whoa that's crazy! I'm not paying that." Well, I'm saying I'm I'm challenging people to say even twenty dollars. And the next time you are at a really nice market or farmers market, buy local cheese. Just do it, take twenty dollars and get an assortment or get one piece or three pieces of small, you know, small sections, and get a great loaf of bread. I'm telling you, it'll it's 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 a game changer if you haven't really had artisan local cheese. Just, it's, just, it's just so the, much better.
1: Just think of this, Jody. Great local cheese, some crusty bread, a glass of wine, and a can of spam. <laughs>
4: Is this show being sponsored by Spam? I should have asked that at the beginning.
1: <laughs> no, no. I'm just kidding. Is
4: spam the new sponsor. <laughs>
1: no, I'm hey that might not be a bad idea. We could work on that. See if you could have their people call my people, all right? Oh
4: my goodness. And I do want to mention one more thing. Um, when you bring cheese home, this is really important, not so much store cheese because it's already it's really a different product, but cheese is actually a live food. It still has bacteria growing in it and, and all good all good bacteria. But you want to make sure that when you, um, artisan cheese is always wrapped in paper when they sell it to you, is to keep it wrapped in that paper. Do not, do not take it out of that and wrap it in plastic wrap. um, Plastic wrap, it's almost like you're suffocating the cheese. They make special cheese papers, but you can, you can wrap it in the paper that you bought it in, or you can rewrap it in parchment paper if you need to. But that's, that's another big thing is to make sure that cheese is, um, basically has like kind of like air to breathe when you, after you bring it home after you buy it. So so are you going to accept my challenge, Paul? You're going to go out and get some really great cheese?
1: Well, no, I told you, I, I, I try to only eat grass fed cheese. Good,
4: good. I really do. Local. Yes.
1: Well, of course. I can't
4: even tell you how many times I've been in New York city in really, really high end grocery stores and seen cheeses from Sullivan County, uh, columbia county no, you're right we are it's amazing. we are
1: very very lucky so yeah. executive yeah. chef jody cummings you could uh check out her facebook page uh chef jody cummings and drop her a line let her know what you would like her to speak about but again as we wrapped up our conversation of cheese jody we'll catch up next week all right
4: sounds great paul
1: all right check it out executive chef jody cummings go to my uh facebook page my video from this morning you can click on through to chef jody cummings and uh, Get more information. Maybe, like I said, you can drop her a line and see if there's something you would like uh, Jody to speak about. Uh, Garnet Health Catskills uh, CEO, Jerry Dunleavy here this morning. Dr. David Marcos, primary care. Dr. Marcos, tell us on your heads a little, about, a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from originally. And we talked about how long you've been here at uh, Garnet uh, Primary Care. So talk a little bit about where you're from.
3: Oh, yeah. Um, so I was born on Long Island, New York. Um, went to school there. Uh, undergrad I went to grad school in uh, Nova Southeastern University in Fort Lauderdale Florida uh, then I came back up for uh, my graduate medical education I did that at um, Orange Regional that's what the campus used to be called that mm-hmm. Garnet Health Me- uh, Medical Center Middletown and then I just loved the area and I just stayed after that and I've been here since uh, for the past six years almost
1: oh. See, you yeah. know that in itself Jerry is is a success story Absolutely. You know, somebody who's from out of the area had the chance to go anywhere he wanted with a snap of a finger but really chose to be here.
2: Yeah, and we when we started our our residency program uh well, it must be over over 10 years ago now. Uh that was part of the plan. We we thought that we had a beautiful opportunity, a beautiful facilities, beautiful place to live and uh we knew that some residents would come here and during their training would uh would kind of fall in love with the area like all of us have. So, um, you know, bringing uh, Dr. Morcos into Garnet Health Doctors was uh, really, you know, part of the plan, and uh, we we continue to try to replicate that as often as we can.
1: Well, Jerry, I want to let you know that the good news is that Dr. Morcos is here. The bad news for you is that already he has become the favorite. Of course, <laughs> I told you he's my primary, and from uh, a member of our our sales staffs. Uh, extraordinaire Joanne just also said that Dr. Marcos is is her favorite. Excellent, so I just, glad to hear that. I just thought I'd let you know that. And in case you're wondering, they are going out now to take your name off of the parkins base and put Dr. Marcos's <laughs> name on. It is 7:28 now. Good morning. It's 7:31. I'm Paul Silberto. It's Tuesday morning, and we're happy you are joining us this morning. I got another text. Another Dave really loves Dr. Marcos. So there you go. So. We're getting all these Dr. Marcos fan texts. Jerry Dunleavy is here. Um, I guess you can technically consider him old news now.
2: (laughs) It's feeling like it, but that's okay.
1: CEO of Garnet Health Catskills. Of course, Dr. David Marcos, primary care physician with Garnet Health Doctors here at the Concord, uh, the Garnet Health primary and urgent care facility. And, um, well, I'm getting more of your fan mail than anything else this morning. Do I get paid for this? Uh, you have to ask the fans. I don't okay, know about fine. that. Yeah. It was bad enough that when I heard you were coming in, I said to, uh, to Jerry, I said, I've got my annual physical at the end of the week. Maybe I can avoid the trip. and You could just do it here this morning.
3: Maybe. Maybe. We'll see.
1: (laughs) No, let's not go that far. It is uh, 732 now. Uh, Let's check it out. It's uh, Catskills News Headlines with Catskills uh, News Director Mike Siquel.
5: Today is primary day in Sullivan County with registered Republicans going to the polls. Polls are open from 6 a.m. until 9 p.m. Early voting wrapped up on Sunday with the County Board of Elections reporting a total of 246 voters over a nine-day period. Catskills News will have updates after the polls close on Catskills News Facebook and Instagram. Unite Us is a social care network that has been growing nationwide. Health and Human Services Commissioner John Little during last week's legislative committee meeting outlining the service to legislators that will provide referrals to those that need regardless of where they may first land. And investigators from the State Department of Environmental Conservation seizing an illegally possessed 5.5-foot Asian water monitor lizard after its Sullivan County owner listed it for sale online. The owner ticketed for illegally selling a wild animal as a pet. That's what's happening. I'm Mike Sikel, Catskills News.
1: Mike will have those stories and more with Catskills News coming up at 8. It is uh, 7.33 now, and it's time for our Catskills News Talk Fishing and River Report. It is being brought to you by Kentco Outfitters, an authorized Orvis dealer for fishing, camping, hiking, and boating twenty-eight in Kingston or order online at kenkooutfitters.com From Borderwater Water Outfitters, it's Cause. Good morning, Cause. How are you?
6: Morning, Paul. Good. How are you doing?
1: Doing good. It's good to talk to you. Do you want to say that you too love Dr. Marcos like everybody else is this morning or what? <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> so what's going on? I mean, we've got some, uh, some interesting conditions. The rain that we said we needed, we're kind of getting all at once. And as you look uh, throughout the week... As Jerry had just mentioned in Catskill's News Talk weather, we do have the possibility of showers and uh, thunderstorms as this, uh, this week rolls along. Uh, how's that making for things condition-wise on the Upper Delaware River system?
6: Well, yesterday, uh, as you know, we had big downpours. So the river's levels came up. Uh, the turbidity got bad. It was really muddy yesterday. I looked out this morning here out back. And it's clearing rather quickly, and, and they're dropping. The Big East branch is um, is up quite a bit. It was at 240 some CFS, and this morning it's 12, 1300. Um, the uh, Calicoon gauge is in the 4,000 range. That's going to drop real quick. Up in Stilesville, Paul, really not much of a change. You know, there's not a lot of tributaries uh, just below the dam, there's only one. So it's running 480 or 500 CFS. Uh, Temperatures are still in the mid-40s. But what you're going to find now, depending on what we're going to get today rain-wise, and I watched it this morning, it seemed like they downgraded a little bit. Uh, If we get the rain they're calling for, chances are it's going to muddy up again. And uh, if they downgrade it as the day goes on, then conditions should be real good. With the exception of the Upper East Branch, it's too high to weigh Kind of dangerous, actually. As as is the Lower Main Branch too.
1: Well, with cause uh, with uh, temperatures warming up a little bit, you wonder what next week is uh, is going to bring. Are there any uh, controlled releases or anything more on the work on the tunnel system?
6: Uh, nothing yet. They're still diverting water to the reservoirs that are below the construction sites, or or that well, will be below. And uh, what they're doing now is they're they're diverting water to fill them up, so they'll be full for the time when they start construction and they'll rely on those reservoirs for water supply for the you know the uh, New York uh, City and areas down below there. So, no, nothing has changed, Paul. They're still diverting water. Uh, they're still running, as the FFMT requires, uh, 500 cubic feet per second out of Cannonsville. And that's pretty much it.
1: All right, Cos, we appreciate the update. You and I will catch up again on Thursday. And as always, um, uh, let our listeners know where they can get a hold of you at Border Water Outfitters.
6: Cell phone six zero seven seven six zero two two seven zero, or email bwo at hancock dot net.
1: All right, cause you have a great day. YouTube right, cause from Border Water Outfitters. Our Catskills News Talk ninety two five ninety four nine. Fishing and River Report. We're going to talk more about Garnet Health Catskills this morning. Jerry Dunleavy is here, CEO, Garnet Health Catskills, and Dr. David Marcos, primary care physician with Garnet Health Doctors at the Concord facility here in Monticello. It is seven thirty-six now. Good morning,
0: <laughs>
1: Good morning. I'm Paul Siliberto. Jerry Dunlevy is here, CEO. Garnet Health Cat skills. Dr. David Marcos is here, primary care physician with uh, Garnet Health. It's 741 now on this Tuesday morning and time now for our Sullivan County update. Director of Communications for Sullivan County, Dan Hoost. Good morning, Dan. How are you? Good morning. All right. How are you? Doing good. It's good to talk to you this morning on this Tuesday morning. We've been busy so far.
7: Yes, I've been listening. It is exciting to hear what you ha- guys have going on here and I'm excited to be part of it. It sort of feels like uh, Canada, like you like I'm I'm in familiar location, but something's a little different. <laughs> How do you think I feel? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we, like we, we like I said, we are thrilled a brand new radio station, not just you know a change of format, but just a brand new radio station and a uh, full-time news talk Format, something that was really missing here uh, throughout Sullivan County. Again, uh, dedicated to the community, thrilled the uh, tradition of Silberto and Friends continues being moved over here to 92.5 and 94.9. Also heard on really the first radio station in Sullivan County, 1240 AM WVOS with uh, Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Now the voice of Sullivan and the Catskills. So what's happening throughout Sullivan County?
7: Well, we've got a lot going on, of course, as uh, uh, people who (laughs) have probably been listening this morning can hear on, on the ads. There's a primary today in Sullivan County, It's primary day. We finished our early voting. Uh, on Sunday. We had 246 early voters. That's not counting absentees. Uh, It was all Republican, and that's what it'll continue to be today. There are no Democratic or other party primaries. It's just Republicans. So if you haven't uh, done any kind of early voting, today is the day you have till 9 p.m. to make a choice. Uh, depends on where you are in the county. You may have Uh, One choice, you may have a number of choices to make, but if you're a uh, registered Republican and you vote in Sullivan County, your local polling place is open for you. We've got the information on that on our website, Um, but it's uh, something that uh, we want as many people as possible who are eligible to come out and vote because we have... Been preparing for this for many, many weeks, and uh, even now we're preparing for the general election, which will be coming up uh, before you know it in November. Uh again, though, today it's Republicans only till 9 p.m., your local polling place. We have a need for social workers. I don't know that I've talked about this here before, actually, since it's a new station. I've not talked about
1: anything here before. But <laughs> nothing, nothing gets by you three times. No, does it? <laughs>
7: <laughs> so uh anyway um, and you think uh, and,
1: and you think you think it's just all the good looking hair he has
7: uh, Yeah uh, all right where was i <laughs> anyway the um We have a a deep need in the county for social workers. It's it's a need uh, throughout governments uh, nationwide. But, of course, we want to fill our positions, Uh, created a video, a, a recruitment video that's available on our social media that I encourage people to take a look at because it's a really great team that you get to work with. I didn't really get to know these folks until I was working on this video because they're in Liberty. I'm usually in Monticello. And spending a whole bunch of time with these people was really enjoyable, uplifting, inspiring. We have a great team at our Department of Community Services, which is on our social services campus in Liberty. They are hardworking, but they also know how to fun, have fun, they laugh. Oh, actually, as one social worker put it, it says, we talk, we laugh together, we cry together, we are a, a work family. And you really need to be in these kinds of situations because the, hey, let's face it, social work is not the easiest job out there, but it's a very important one. We need more social workers to be able to provide those services to a county that has folks who are in need. So if you are interested or know of someone who you think might be interested, send them to our website. You can click right in the upper right-hand corner on find a job, and we've got it listed there. And frankly, if you're interested in any kind of job with the county, you can go there. We have great benefits uh, and uh, competitive salaries. We continue to be working on raising our salaries, especially for our our most in-demand jobs. Uh, And I can personally speak... That It's a great place to work. It really is. We also have a need for foster parents in Sullivan County. This has been an ongoing need for all the years that I've been paying attention to this issue in Sullivan County. We have a lot of kids of all sorts of different ages who are in need of a warm, safe, and loving home. And there are people out there who are capable of providing that. I'm sure right now there are folks listening who have thought about that and are thinking, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. Listen, we can show you how to make that happen in a way that works for you as well as the kids that you'll be uh, parenting. We have classes starting in July. And you can find out more information by going to our website or going to our social media pages. Uh, It's a a class that will teach you everything that you need to know in terms of the paperwork and the hoops to jump through. And also uh, just how to make sure that you're providing the kind of home that these kids need. And you will be doing a wonderful service, not only for these kids and the community, but for yourself. Talk to foster parents and they will tell you how this work has changed their lives for the better. Um, We also have a Unite Us initiative, we're calling it, uh, named after the software that we're using that is going to bring uh, people together better in our Department of Community Services and in our Department of Social Services, bringing our providers together and making it easier for folks to get the services that they need or the information that they need. Through this software called Unite Us, uh, we want to create a no wrong door kind of situation where no matter... Who you call, whether it's a county agency or a partner that works with us, we can get you to the people and places that you need to be for the services that you need to have. And it will be a software-based, web-based program that will be constantly updated and be available not just to us, but to all our partners. We already have three dozen partners signed up. We have over 27 folks who have already taken training on how to use this software, and it's really just going to make the referral process a whole lot easier. I'll be releasing some more information about that later today. Also, we are up. Uh, For some severe thunderstorms, probably again today. Yesterday, we had a uh, local who was struck by lightning. They survived Mm. it, but they were struck by lightning and were unconscious for about three minutes. Uh, They uh, are doing fine now from my understanding, but it's just a reminder, a harsh reminder that we need to be cognizant. Mother Nature does not necessarily look upon us kindly when we're out in thunderstorms. Sometimes we have to be out in them, but there are simple precautions that we can take, like not standing near trees, uh, not being uh, at an open or high point, and as much as possible, seeking shelter during those storms. We have more coming today. Uh, Some of them, I think, are going to be severe. So please be careful if you're out and about, and don't put yourself in an exposed situation if you don't have to.
1: You know, if it's a a thunderstorm, I stand next to you because you're taller than me.
7: That's Actually, that's not the first time I've heard that. (laughs) Well, actually, how do you think I lost my hair?
1: That's a good point.
7: Yeah. anyway, finally, we are going to be closed uh, on Tuesday, July 4th for Independence Day. Uh, the ca- only county offices that will be open are the ones that are always open, like our 911 center, our care center, our, sh- our sheriff's office, our jail. And we thank those folks for working on those days when the rest of us have off. But since most of us do have off and probably will be around fireworks, there's also a safety consideration that we need to make sure that if we are doing anything with fireworks A, that they're legal, not that they're illegal fireworks, and B, that we are handling even the legal ones, even the small firecrackers with the utmost of care, because I'm sure as Jerry could attest to, every year there are folks who come into the emergency room that have uh, had some sort of bad experience with fireworks, and a lot of times it just comes from mishandling them. So if you're going to be getting the fireworks out to celebrate this July 4th, make sure it's an adult who's doing it and that you're taking proper precautions and that you're not handling some firework that you've lit, that you do what I do. You light it and then you run screaming. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, buddy. We'll catch up in two weeks. All right. All right. Take care. Because we are closed for 4th of July as well. Our Sullivan County update director of communications, Dan Hoost. In a bit, we're going to talk more about uh, Garnet Health Cats. <laughs> It's birthday shout-outs now on Catskill's News Talk 925 and 949. Happy birthday today, Al Funsi of Patty celebrating his birthday today. Happy birthday, Al. Many, many more. If you see Funzy today, make sure you tell him to have a happy birthday. Got a birthday today. You're celebrating with fashion designer Vera Wang, 74. Writer, producer, director, uh JJ Abrams, 57. Toby McGuire is 48. Reality star Chloe Kardashian is 39. Drake Bell from Drake and Josh, 37. Ed Westwick from Gossip Girl is 36. And Chandler Riggs, Carl Grimes on The Walking Dead, is 24. Got a birthday, got a celebration. Let us know about it. We will let everybody know about it. Go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com. Click shout out. Get your info to us. We will get it on for you at Catskills News Talk, 925. 949 we do have the possibility of some uh, gusty thunderstorms. Jerry Dunlavy has Catskills News Talk Weather.
0: Ooh! Silberto and friends. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk 925 and 949.
1: Good morning. Yep, Tuesday morning and Jerry Dunlavy is here. CEO Garnet Health Catskills Dr. David Marcos is here. Primary care physician with uh, Garnet Health Doctors at the uh, Primary Urgent Care Physician on Concord Road here in Monticello. And you know what, most of all, we are happy that you are here with us this morning. Thank you for already making Catskills New Stock 92.5, 94.9 part of your morning and part of your day. We really do appreciate it. Uh, Jerry, again, we talk about the great things going on at uh, Garnet Health Catskills, speaking uh, about uh, primary care. And I do have a, a, a question for Dr. Marcos, actually a question that I got, believe it or not, via text message. And talking about, uh, about children stepping from, let's say, um, pediatric to primary care, time for their first physical, what age would you say that that transition uh, should take place?
3: So the visits change depending on their age. When they're less than a year old, it's basically um, like a week, a month. 2 months then uh 6 months 9 months and then after that it's once a year. Um it it just doesn't it doesn't just switch over to primary care. It just mm-hmm. it's every year is a little different because that as they're young kids that's one type of visit and one thing uh, set of things we look for. Then when they're adolescents that's different things. Then when they're teenagers that's another thing. And then really around like 18 that's when we're like okay, you're basically an adult and we kind of switched it over to primary okay. care. But every age is a little bit different, gotcha. honestly.
1: Gotcha. So that was a question uh, that we had. So, And, uh, Jerry, we're talking about the good feedback again. Um, there's a lot of rhetoric out there. You and I have talked about that many, many times. But it's so good to hear people that have actually experienced the care at Garnet Health Catskills with Garnet Health doctors and have had some really great comments to make.
2: Yeah, you know we we've had a very uh, very specific uh, strategy with regard to primary care, and I'll I'll steal a line from the movie um, Field of Dreams: "If you build it, they will come." Mm -hmm. And that's really what we've done. Um, You know, and Dr. Morcos is a great example. So, how do you start your primary care practice? You you find a good doctor that connects with patients that patients want to come back. and then you surround that doctor with uh, really qualified um, medical assistants, nurses, receptionists, uh, and you know put them in a beautiful building, and that's really a recipe for success. So uh, I think that uh, you know we're we're definitely heading in the right direction. Very very proud of uh, of all three of our Sullivan County facilities, uh, and I think we're delivering great great primary care.
1: It is, and again, the um, you know the results are there. You put the rhetoric aside, but. Experience it yourself. And like I said, some great comments. And it's interesting because I'm hearing comments from people that are personal friends of mine. So, and it's really good to hear that. Um, with uh, primary care here, like I said, the facility, that was big news when it opened a couple of years back um, here on the Concord Road. Again, it goes back to what we talked about, um, having things needed right here in our backyard instead of having them to make that drive.
2: Yeah, and, you know, when, when you think about it, when you think about the importance of a facility like the, the one in Monticello, um, you know, we have the challenge with health status indicators in, in Sullivan County. Uh, very, very happy to see that we moved the needle a little bit in the most recent uh, survey. So we are, we are certainly heading in the right direction, we have a long way to go, but uh, but we're heading in the right direction.
1: So Dr. Marcos, we're going to chat about this uh, a little bit uh, more next hour. But really, as primary care, you're the springboard not only for, like we talked about when it comes to preventive health, but if there's a problem, the springboard to other specialists and specialties as well, correct?
3: Yeah. I mean, people come in with all sorts of complaints, some things I can handle, some things I can't. Um, I'm just kind of there to help them figure out what's going on and like guide them into that right direction and whether that's springboarding to middletown or springboarding to Catskill or mm-hmm. just a local specialist that's where that's where I step in
1: and I found out in my case, you're kind of like the quarterback basically yeah. yeah when it comes to when it comes to health, the primary care physician, the quarterback uh, in communication with other specialists and other doctors that maybe you would have
3: yeah, exactly
1: right? so uh, again, more of our conversation on Garnet Health Catskills. Jerry Dunlavy here, his once-a-month guest co-hosting. First time here on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Again, a um, lot coming up Coming up next hour. More on uh, Garnet Health Catskills, uh, Garnet Health Primary Care. We will speak with Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther, our weekly conversation. Outgoing Liberty Rotary Club President Terry Grafmuller will be joining us for our liberty rotary club update and it's all happening next hour here on Ciliberto and friends and again um getting um messages on some possibly gusty thunderstorms that could be ripping through sullivan county the sullivan catskills area we will keep you updated um of course staff meteorologist john weatherby will be coming up but like dan who said please do be safe be aware of uh, of your surroundings uh, some of these storms could produce heavy rain, as we've been mentioning. And, again, that goes right through to this evening. So whatever you do, stay safe. Keep that in mind. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being part of Silberto and Friends now on 92.5 FM, 94.9 FM, and on 1240 AM, W V O S A. M. Sullivan County's first radio station. The Voice of Sullivan will now, with Catskills News Talk 92.5 and 94.9. We are the voice of Sullivan and the Catskills. Thank you so much for being here.
0: Siliberto and Friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and
1: 94.9. Good morning. Coming up on 820, I'm Paul Siloberto. Garnet Health Catskills CEO Jerry Dunlavey is here. Happy that you are here with us this morning. Catskills News Talk, the new home for Siliberto and Friends. On uh, 92.5 FM, 94.9 FM, and on the legendary 1240 AM WVOS, Sullivan County's first station with Catskills News Talk, 92.5, 94.9. The voice of Sullivan and the Catskills. Great lineup of programs for you. A diverse lineup of programs as we get through the day and through the weekend as well. Um, following me here on Siliberto and Friends, it is the Brian Kilmead Show from... 9 until noon. Then from noon till 1, it's Straight Talk Money. Coming up at 1, 1 to 4, the uh, Jimmy Fallon Show. Then from 4 until 7, Dave Ramsey. Our American Stories coming up at 7. And then from uh, 10 to midnight, it's Rita Crosby. And Jerry, I was listening last night to Our American Stories, and I mentioned earlier that they had a conversation with Daryl Strawberry. Baseball, great. And it was so interesting because Daryl Strawberry was talking about the fact that what was the reason that he thought made his success was also the reason for his downfall. And he had said that it came from the fact that he was uh, in a broken home with an abusive father and it forced him, it gave him the drive he needed to excel at sports and, as we know, at baseball. But he said it was also that drive that caused him and led him to the problems that he had in his life with drugs and Mm -hmm. with authority and things like that. So it was a very interesting conversation. So again, the programs here on Catskills News Talk 92.5 and 94.9, very diverse on weekends, talks on finance car program, the Reverend and the rabbi program, a pet program. We got you covered. And again, like, uh, Don Corsiari, our Bold Gold, New York general manager, and the uh, Sullivan County historian John Conway said yesterday, this really is just the beginning as, uh, as things grow and as things move forward. So, Jerry, we talked about um, that, um, that really cool story when it came to the, um, the cardiology department and the cardiac surgery. But for years now, um, the Stroke Center has been really renowned.
2: Absolutely. We've uh we've been accredited uh for uh, I believe this is 9 years at this point. Um and we recently went through a uh, a very uh rigorous reaccreditation uh process. So back in early May, we had a surveyor come in and uh, you know, when a surveyor comes in, you really have to um, you know, show them everything that you do. Show them where where you're compliant, uh, and if there's any weaknesses, they show up at that point, and uh, we we have a, a corrective action plan. So, you know, a rigorous two day survey with the surveyor going all over every part of the hospital. Uh, we felt comfortable that we had a good survey, that we had a strong survey, and uh, you know, we we were we identified some opportunities for improvement. We put together a, a, an action plan, and uh, Fortunately, uh, we were uh, re-accredited. So um, that accreditation agency sends information to the New York State Department of Health, and then the New York State Department of Health determines whether or not we continue as a a primary stroke center. And uh, the good news is for our community, we are continued uh, to be a primary stroke center. What what I'm also proud of is uh, there's an award that uh, is – given by the American Stroke Association and American Heart Association to um, stroke programs that show exemplary performance and uh, it, it's called the Gold Plus Stroke Award and uh, for the sixth year in a row Garnet Health Medical Center Catskills was awarded uh, this recognition. Uh, very proud of that because what it shows is as a team every Person that you interact with when particularly when you 're early on in, in in your first presentation to the emergency room it 's everything from the time you arrive to the time you see a doctor, from the time you see a doctor to the time you have a cat scan done, from the time you have a cat scan done to the time the results are given, and then from the time of results to the time of intervention, if some intervention is uh, is needed and really that is something that we 've worked on for years and years um and uh you know showing great performance in that really what that means is a better outcome for uh for our patients in some cases the stroke treatment can be delivered locally and then you could uh spend the rest of your your time in the acute stay uh locally sometimes if uh if the stroke is complicated and has clots that need to me- be mechanically removed uh, you may get transferred to Westchester or another tertiary center because that that kind of work isn 't done in harris it 's not done in middletown it 's a highly highly specialized um, uh, you know procedure uh, but again, that connection with uh, within the system and then with our tertiary uh, partners is is critical so very excited for uh, for Sullivan County to uh, be able to continue this program. Um, and uh, look forward to serving the, the public.
1: I remember when uh, the uh, Stroke Center first opened, there was, right off the bat, a huge success story, thank God, that really saved someone's life.
2: Yeah, it's, you know, the, the, the saying in, in stroke care uh, is that time is brain. And, and what that means is that uh, the sooner you have an intervention, the sooner the patient gets treatment, uh the quicker you're going to be able to restore oxygen and blood flow uh to to the brain so uh you know you know not every every uh story is a huge success story uh but the more you focus on quick early intervention uh the more you're likely to reduce any amount of disability or the degree of disability that a patient may have
1: just another thing we can be proud that we have right here in our own backyard with garnet catskills,
2: absolutely so. and as an organization, we are proud to do that. Uh, I always say this paul it's uh it's about the staff and it's about the people that deliver that frontline care
1: yeah you do make that point, and you do have an amazing staff and again, you hear all the rhetoric and you hear this, you hear that, but we've been talking about some some great comments from people who have had who have experienced the care and the staff at uh, garnet Health in particular garnet health Catskills and with uh, Garnet primary care and urgent care
2: yeah you know there's a, there's stuff that ends up on social media that's that's positive and i'm I'm really happy to see that um, i'm also fortunate uh, as the CEO at Garnet Health Medical Center Catskills to receive letters uh, from grateful patients from you know somebody that had an experience that either themselves or their or their family member and uh, you know I make it a point to respond to every one of those letters that I get. Uh, not only responding to uh, the patient or the family member, but then recognizing the staff that they often identify mm-hmm. in their letter um, I, was, uh, I was in the emergency department last week with my daughter, and i I regretted the fact that i didn 't have a pen and paper and took n- names of of people that just delivered you know outstanding care, compassionate care uh, just it, it, it really made me feel great.
1: Great to hear. Yeah. really is great to hear. You can find out more at garnethealth.org. You can check it out, garnethealth.org. Check out the website. Uh, we're going to chat more with uh, Jerry Dunleavy, CEO of Garnet Health Catskills, as our morning rolls on. It's uh, Cilberto and Friends. It's 828 now. Good morning.
0: Yeah! Cilberto and Friends. You know, I want a man. Make-
2: He's just a human guy,
0: only like the funnest guy in the world. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk 92 5 and 94 9.
1: And it's time now here on Ciliberto and Friends for our Liberty Rotary Club update. And he is the uh, outgoing president, of Liberty Rotary Club. It's Terry Graf Muller. Terry, good morning. How are you?
2: Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Jerry. Morning.
1: It's good to talk to you this morning, and like I said, the the outgoing president, you did a fantastic job uh, during uh, your year as presidency, so congratulations to you on some great growth, some great things done both for the community, done locally, regionally, nationally, and internationally, so congratulations, Terry.
8: Well, let me, let me thank you for not filing those articles of impeachment. I know you were the <laughs> ringleader early in my, in my stead. So.
1: Well, Jerry, we were at an event, and I said that. Somebody asked me if I can sum up Terry's presidency in one word. I said, yes, impeachment.
8: <laughs> I know, I know. I had to really rally to get the people to jump on my side.
1: <laughs> well, I love you, my friend. And again, congratulations on a great year.
8: Thank you much. So we've got a few things coming up. Uh, tomorrow night we're celebrating the longevity of our members at a barbecue at Hanafy Park. Uh, we've got a coin drop on July 1st. I'm not going to tell you where because people might avoid the area. So that's certainly a mystery.
1: Okay. Uh,
8: we've got the July 4th parade in Liberty uh, starting at 1030. Uh, on July 5th, we're going to invite, we've invited all of the scholarship recipients, which is about $10,000 worth of scholarship we give out to Liberty and high school in Boces. Uh So they're going to come to our barbecue event, our meeting and uh, receive their checks and the sponsors that, sponsored those scholarships will be there as well. Uh, moving down the road with our father on August 25th, we're hoping to hold our Special Olympics dance, uh, money a dance to raise money for the Special Olympics at the Lock Sheldrake Fireman's Park. We, this will be our second year. And on September 30th, we're going to have our distribution day from our coat drive that the boxes will be in the Jet Bank and other locations very soon for us to collect these coats. Uh, so those those are my... Upcoming events, and the biggest thing I want to say as the outgoing president is, service clubs, no matter what they are, are, are so important to the community, and they really are here to help make the community, the country, and the world a better place. You know, a little piece at a time. So uh, it's it's a it's a pleasure, and I'm proud to be a member.
1: Well, I tell you what, um, it, w- it was a pleasure with you being president. It, it really, the Liberty Rotary Club, and all Rotary Clubs, but Liberty Rotary Club in particular, uh, very lucky with the leadership over the past years, the incoming leadership as well. And the club has grown over the years. While, you know, a lot of clubs, a lot of areas uh, throughout the country are struggling to to get members, to retain members, there's been uh, some great growth in the Liberty Rotary Club, hasn't there?
8: Absolutely, We've, we're up to forty-seven members now. So, uh, and there's some hardworking people that you know I can't thank enough for continuing to do what they do. Like, uh, I just want to mention also the the uh, Monticello Rotary Club is yep. holding their chicken barbecue tonight at De Hoyas Park. And, I don't want Les to get mad at me if I don't promote that.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, we that's okay. We've been taking care of it for you. It's been on uh, what's happening. And uh, we've been talking about it pretty much every morning here on Celeberto and Friends. So we got you covered, my friend.
8: Uh, all right. I'd like to welcome you to this new platform. And, you know, as I said to you in a text, there's nothing better than hearing more of Celeberto. <laughs>
1: well, thank you. I appreciate that. I think. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Terry, you'll have to come in and join me as guest co-host some morning, all right?
8: I would love to. I appreciate
1: it. All right. Outgoing president for the Liberty Rotary Club, Terry Muller. our Liberty Rotary Club update. You can go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com. That's CatskillsNewsTalk.com. Click on the logo for the Liberty Rotary Club. Maybe you want to consider becoming a member. Take in a meeting. A meeting start outside at Hanafee Park on Wednesday evenings. Consider becoming part of the Liberty Rotary Club. It is Ciliberto and Friends. I'm Paul Ciliberto. Incarnate Catskills CEO Jerry Dunlavey is here. And on the Catskills News Talk line, it's our weekly conversation with Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther. Assemblywoman, good morning. Good to talk to you.
9: Good morning. How
1: are you? We are doing well. It's the first chance we get to chat on the new Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and uh, 94.9. We had Sullivan County historian uh, John Conway on for the uh, the initial Ciliberto and Friends talking about what a historic event Um, It is with a brand-new radio station here in Sullivan County, first time in about 18 years since Thunder 102, and uh, a station uh, dedicated to all news and talk, and that's why I really look forward even more to our conversations once a week. So I thank you for that.
9: So I'm backing out of tire discount right now. My air tires, I had to fix my tire pressure, so that's what I'm doing. Okay. Good morning, Mr. Dunleavy. Good morning, Aileen
2: to hear
9: from you. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Great to hear from you.
9: Good to hear from you. How are things going? I'm sure very busy at the hospital.
2: Yes, uh, very busy, particularly in the emergency department. You know, we're getting ready for the holiday weekend and, uh, you know, the influx of uh, visitors over the summer. So uh, we're excited, but ready to go.
9: Yeah, maybe I'll volunteer a little bit. I still have my nursing license.
2: Oh, <laughs> just let me know when. There you go.
9: I will. I will. I will. Right. So, so the assembly, uh, we're finished for right now. I think we'll have to go back again. There's still unfinished business, as you well know. It was a really tough year. Some of the legislation was a little bit uh, different than ever before. Uh, some I had to vote no on. And, uh, you know, we're still bringing capital money back to our district and. Uh, I you know I was a little disappointed in this year's uh this year's uh you know conferences etc and I think that there's more uh there's more imp- importance in upstate New York and I don't think Kathy Hochul was really focusing on us.
1: Well I know you fight constantly for us for um uh those of us throughout your district it's greatly appreciated and we too share Yeah, your disappointment in the way things turned out.
9: Yeah, it was it was very difficult. It was long hours. I was on the on the floor for sixteen hours, which I'm always there. I did bring some capital money back, which we're going about to like find out what pro uh, projects are very important to Sullivan County, and um, I think we'll be going back. I don't know what legislation we'll be doing, but um, you know, I always like to hear from my constituency and jerry's there what can i do to help him but i always want to hear from them to see what i could do better
1: Aileen, if there was one thing that you could pinpoint that dis- uh, disappointed you the most um is there is there one certain aspect that you can that you could talk about
9: yeah I, I think that some of the aspects that you know a lot of money that is being dedicated to down in new york city and the fact is is that you know we need more we have increased population our schools are getting crowded and we actually need more uh more help with the uh, financing of some of these projects our taxpayers just can't do it anymore and that's why we're seeing so many people live in leave new york state
1: now, you know, you talked about your disappointment in that. Is this something where this is done now for another year, or are there any chances as, at different times where maybe a window of opportunity would open that you can get this funding that you were looking for?
9: I do think that uh, I, that'll happen. Right now, we're just coming off to a session, and um, I hope to have a conversation with Kathy Hochul. And I, I think that... You know, I'd like her to come to visit our district, to look at what's happening in our district, how, you know, we have roads, bridges. We have a definitely infrastructure that needs to be addressed. And I think that the taxpayer CEO can't afford it. Um, and I think that, you know, seeing is believing.
1: Well, we appreciate the input, appreciate your fighting for us. And uh, now that uh, we've got this brand new Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9, I look forward to getting more of a chance to speak with you and get your insight on things things that are happening uh, throughout the district. So I thank you for joining us on, 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 yeah. on you know, once-a-week basis. We will be off next week, taking off for the holiday, but we will be chatting again in two weeks. And like I said, Assemblywoman, I look forward to even more and more conversations and we talked about you being in studio as a guest co-hostess one morning here on Cilberto and Friends. Yes, but, I, can't,
9: I can't wait for that. We'll have to decide what we're going to discuss. Yep. And, uh, Jerry, if you need something, give a call to our office.
1: Will do. Um,
2: so we were talking earlier about Jonathan Schiller's uh, return to Garnet Health. And, uh, oh,
9: I love him. I know I that. So that's him. why
2: we want to set up a time uh, for Jonathan and I to yeah. come by to visit with you.
9: Yeah, he was such an uh, – just like you, but he was such an incredible part of our community. You know, I I really, he did so much for us, and he was involved with our community, and I'm glad to have him back. He's a great guy.
1: Agreed. Well, Assemblywoman, we'll catch up in two weeks, and uh, we will uh, soon get you in here as guest co-hostess, all right? Thank thank you so much. And thank you for everything you do. We do appreciate it, our weekly conversation. With Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther, it is 847 now.
0: Keeping you informed in Sullivan and the Catskills. The Delaware Valley Arts Alliance in Narrowsburg
7: is the arts hub of the Sullivan Catskills in Upper Delaware Valley. Along with year-round exhibitions featuring emerging and mid-career artists from around the region, we present live performances, including dance, theater, and music at the Tustin Theater and Krause Hall, the Big Eddie Film Festival, Riverfest, plus educational offerings for aspiring artists of all ages. As Sullivan County's Arts Council, the DVAA is dedicated to empowering the county's diverse artists and cultural organizations through grants, advocacy, arts resources, and technical assistance. Interested in getting involved or learning more? Find us at Delaware DelawareValleyArtsAlliance.org or on Instagram at Alliance.
0: We are Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9.
1: Good morning, it's Silberto and Friends. I'm Paul Ciliberto. Jerry Dunleavy is here, CEO Garnet Health Catskills. It is at 8.48 now.
0: Ciliberto and Friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. We're
1: going to get a chance to wrap things up talking about Garnet Health Catskills. In, uh, coming up in a little bit, Mike Siquel with uh, Catskills Conversations with Mike Siquel is on the way. Again, a new feature here on Ciliberto and Friends. You can also check out the Catskills News Podcast wherever you get your podcast. It is at 849 now. One, two, three. <laughs> birthday is now on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Celebrate. Oh, first of all, happy birthday to Al Funzi, friend Japani. Al celebrating his birthday today. When you see Funzy, make sure you tell him happy birthday. Got a birthday you're celebrating with fashion designer Vera Wang, 74. Writer, producer, director J.J. Abram is 57. Toby McGuire is 48. Reality star Chloe Kardashian is 39. Drake Bell from Drake and Josh is 37. And Ed Westwood, Gossip Girl, 36. Chandler Riggs, Carl Grimes on The Walking Dead is Twenty-four, Got a birthday? Got a celebration? Let us know about it. We will let everybody know about it. Just go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com, click shout-outs, get your info to us. We'll get it on for you at Catskills News Talk, 92.5
0: 94.9. Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9, weather.
2: Cloudy with showers and thunderstorms today. Some of the storms could produce heavy rain, high 74. Tonight, cloudy with showers and thunderstorms again. Some of those storms could produce very heavy rain. Low, 61. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a chance of showers and thunderstorms. High, 73. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a chance of showers and thunderstorms. Again, low of 56. Thursday, mostly sunny uh, with showers and afternoon thunderstorms. High, 78. Friday, mostly sunny with a chance of showers. High, 81.
1: Cloudy, 64 in Sullivan and the Catskills.
0: W223DB Liberty. W235AW Monticello. Catskills News Talk, 925 and 949.
10: I like talk radio. You gotta listen to talk radio, and you've
0: got to rise up. The voice of Sullivan and the Catskills. Silberto and friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 925 and 949.
1: Good morning. We're winding down, Silberto and friends, on this Tuesday morning. I'm Paul Silberto, Jerry Dunleavy, CEO of Garnet Health Catskills here. And as we wrap things up, going to talk more about what's happening at Garnet Health Catskills. Thank you for being here on this Tuesday morning. Coming up at 9 from 9 until noon, it's the Brian Kilmeade Show here on Catskills News Talk. 92.5 92.5 and 94.9. And now, it's Catskills News News Director, Mike Sikel. It's Conversations with Mike Sikel on Catskills News Talk, 92.5, 94.9. Mike? My
5: conversation this morning is with Catholic Charities CEO, Shannon Kelly. On the latest Catskills News Pod, we spoke about how Catholic Charities works with other county service organizations in the battle against substance misuse. Talk to me a little bit about the uh, the... Uh, overall picture of uh, substance misuse, recovery programs in the area, and uh, and is the line of communication open? I mean, you know, we have a new methadone uh, mm-hmm. uh, treatment program that's here in, in the county in Monticello. There are several other new initiatives. So how does that all fit in the big picture with, uh, yeah. with Catholic Charities here in our community?
10: I think, in general, the county... Um, Sullivan County does a pretty good job of bringing all the parties together so we can work through different workflows. You know, Catholic Charities certainly it provides a lot of services. I know since we took over the campus here in Monticello, over 3,000 people have entered our care. Um, but we know we can't do it all, and we really rely on the other providers that have entered the the system to to work with them. So, for example, methadone, you mentioned that Lexington is offering methadone now. You know, I said mm-hmm. earlier, breaking the stigma on medication for opioid use disorder is really a core core goal that we have at Catholic Charities and methadone is one type of treatment we don't offer it, right. but for some people that's what works and that's what they need. And um, you know, they may need it. Longer term, they may have other needs that they get from us as well, right? So we work, we work together and we really try to all be person-centered, right? This means each individual coming through any door in Sullivan County for drug and alcohol treatment should be treated as an individual person with specific and unique needs, right? And yeah. that may mean we need to work together on certain cases or with certain folks um, that we one provider maybe can't do it all. So yeah. I think folks yeah. work together well.
5: And and the lines of communication seem to be open. Yeah. Uh, you you all interact with each other. Has the the hope not handcuffs program provided you with more intakes Uh, is yeah there are times where we get positive
10: the angels at hopes on handcuffs they um oftentimes make referrals to our campus we've had some of them um some of the staff and some of the angels in for tours so they could get Mm -hmm. a sense of exactly you know where are they referring and put names to faces of the people at catholic charities that they'll be talking to but But, yes, we have had some referrals. Do
5: you also have communications with our Health and Human Services, um, of course, the Opioid Task Force? Mm -hmm. You have members from Catholic Charity that are on the the pillars, right? We
10: chair. I think our prevention director, Dawn Wilkin, actually co-chairs the prevention pillar. Yeah. And then we participate in several other pillars, the United Sullivan Pillar, the treatment pillar. You know, we're very involved. um, And... Again, these are ways, like I said, the county brings providers and the public, you know, together.
5: Catch the latest Catskills News Pod with Catholic Charity CEO Shannon Kelly now wherever you get your podcasts. That's Catskills Conversations. I'm Mike Zikell.
1: Here, are Catskills Conversations. Here on Silberdo and Friends, Catskills Conversations with Mike Zikell, every Tuesday and Thursday. Good morning. It is six fifty-seven now. We're winding down Silberdo and Friends. I'm Paul Silberdo. Jerry Dunlevy, CEO, Garnet Health Catskills. Jerry, always a pleasure to have you here. And let's wrap things up for our Thunderheads because there was a lot of cool things we had a chance to talk about this morning.
2: Yeah, yeah, pleasure to be here uh, as always, Paul. I, th- I thought today was really great because it gave some exposure to the primary care services that we offer throughout Sullivan County. Um, and also got a chance to highlight some of the uh, specialty services that are available uh, at both of our uh, Sullivan County campuses. So uh, great opportunity there. Uh, appreciate the exposure to, uh, to our new listeners um, I, I think what I'd really like to close with is uh, you know, just to say to the community on, on behalf of everyone, every employee at Garnet Health, want to wish everyone uh, a very happy uh, holiday weekend uh, and just know uh, as you go through your holiday weekend that Garnet Health uh, is always open and here to serve you.
1: Well, again, uh, make it a safe holiday weekend as well. So that was a very, very good point. Absolutely. And like you said, always here to serve you. It's great to have Dr. Marcos in here this morning.
2: Yeah, great uh, mm. great uh, story of how, how he arrived here and the fact that he loves the community and has been here for six years.
1: Yeah, and that creep got more text messages than you and I did. Yeah, I mean, you and me together, right? <laughs>
2: I oh know. boy, we'll have to fix that.
1: Jerry, I look forward to talking to you for our update coming up in a couple weeks, and then you'll be back again next month.
2: Sounds good. Thank you very so, much. So uh,
1: welcome to your first day on... Um, on uh, Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. And like I say, this is just the beginning.
2: Yeah, appreciate it.
1: Go to garnethealth.org. That's garnethealth.org to find out more. Thank you for being here this morning, here on Ciliberto and Friends. Coming up tomorrow, we are talking Boys and Girls Club, our uh, Boys and Girls Club update. Coming up tomorrow, Pastor Seth Switzer will be here from Restoration Church in Monticello. We will speak with Mitzi Sackett tomorrow. Cancer Services Program at Bassett Healthcare. We'll get a chance to chat with uh, Mitzi tomorrow. Also coming up tomorrow, our Delaware County update. Ray Pucci will be joining us. Patricio Robayo is going to be talking about monthly talk. That'll be coming up. Also, um, uh, Cindy Ray talking about what's happening on the pages of the Hancock Herald. Our Boys and Girls Club update. A lot going on tomorrow here on the next Ciliberto and Friends. So I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us uh, this morning. We'll get together again tomorrow. Let's get together uh, a little bit after 6. So, again, thank you for being part of it. The uh, new Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9, and also on 1240 a.m.,
0: to and friends. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk 92.5 and 94.9 Broadcasting from the Rutberg-Breslow Personal Injury Law Studio. Call 1-800-RUTBERG That's 1-800-R-U-T-B-E-R-G WVOS Liberty The voice of Sullivan and the Catskills. Catskills News Talk 92.5 and 94.9 A Bold Gold Media Group Station
1: It is 8.38 now. Good morning.
4: Silberto and friends.
0: Good for you, man. Good for you, good for you. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9.